Morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day it is, week that you tune in. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've been having the conversation about all the things that block us every single day. There's so many. You know, you have to look at it like that. You have to look at it like that. It's a total shift in how you should see your life. It's not that everything is smooth and that like when something challenging comes our way, we're like, what? I don't understand. Like it's supposed to be smooth. It's not like that. It's that in order for us to get to a place of greatness, there's challenges. There are things that are getting in our way. There are ideas and thoughts, fears that creep in and that stop us and distract us. How many times in life are we stuck by some fear that really doesn't manifest, but it's in our head and it just keeps playing in our head until when we're in the situation, we're not able to function at 100% capacity because we're so focused on that fear, waiting for it to manifest. We have to shift how we see challenges. We have to expect them. When you go to a gym to work out your body, you can't, you can't come in and being like, I'm here. What? I got to lift that? Like, are you crazy? No, I don't want it to hurt. If you want to train for a marathon, you can't get on a treadmill and be like, nah, it's, I'm putting it on three. Like, I want to, I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to like really sweat. I mean, you got to be kidding me. At some point, and you see this happening when people start to exercise more and work out and to get more into their health. Really, you see this. They go from like, wait, I, I got to lose weight. Like, so does that mean I can't have potato chips for breakfast? Like, is, can I put that on my diet? Like, why can't I have four slices of pizza? Like, is that a problem? Like, you know, there's, there's, there's a buy one, get one free, you know, frozen yogurt store down the block. Can I not get that on Tuesdays? Like, like if you hear someone like in the beginning, you're like, what are you talking about? What they're saying is, can I get all the benefits without doing any work? And then like, they'll do like one thing. They're like, listen, I walked around my block for like 15 minutes and like, I didn't take double desserts. Like what's wrong with my body? And the answer is what, what's wrong with your head? Like, what are you talking about? Like that's how it works. You can't keep your life. You can't keep your life and get a different benefit, right? Albert Einstein, doing the same thing and expecting a different result is the definition of insane. When, we when it comes to life, we sort of seem, we, some, we sort of think this is sort of how it rolls. Like it's supposed to be smooth. Like it's supposed to sort of follow a certain yellow brick road. And when the challenges come our way, they throw us not only because it's hard to get through the challenge, they throw us because their presence bothers us challenge bothers us being uncomfortable in a time where i don't want to be uncomfortable bothers me i have a schedule i have a life i i'm not supposed to be uncomfortable now when 
we are thrown a challenge that that disrupted our way of seeing the world. And so it's not just that the challenge is hard to get through. It's that we are, we are upset that we're dealing with it. And the discontent with the challenges was hard to get through. If every single time that marathon runner would get annoyed when his or her trainer would raise the, vol- the, the, the speed on the treadmill, it's not that they can't run the extra mile at a higher level, it's that they're being annoyed, not being enthused. That's what's driving the inability to run. Because so much of our ability to do something is baked into our enthusiasm for it. When we take on problems and projects and challenges with enthusiasm, we go after it with a certain level of ability that we wouldn't have had otherwise. So for those of you who are just sort of catching up where I'm at, we've been spending the past few weeks talking about how come the energy that has in me is not somehow coming out. And we began with the competition that's around us. We spoke about the future that hasn't happened yet that's in front of us. We spoke about the past that I'm still going back to yesterday. And now we're up to the present. And what's happening in the present is in the present, we have to deal with what we have to deal with, but because we many times don't choose it. We don't choose the challenges in front of us. We may choose the path, but we don't really choose the challenges. We can choose our spouse, but we don't really know what we're signing up for. And they may not be anything major, but there are micro challenges in marriage that you go through. You may be uh, choosing to have a family, but you don't really know what's going on with each of your kids. And that changes throughout life. That like delicious, obedient eight-year-old could be like, you know, a disaster 16-year-old. You don't know. Or that eight-year-old that has it worked out, well, their younger sibling who's three could be like, you know, single-handedly destroying your sanity. I spoke to a friend of mine who just married off his children. He's like, I've never not slept before. I don't sleep now because he's worried about his kids. He's got married kids and they're married for the first few months. And what's it going to be? And how's it going to work out? And can they handle it on their own? And the kid who was like, basically like, you know, drama free for the first whatever years, all of a sudden this person, this, this father has to start thinking about her, his kid for the first time. I mean, he's always a little bit here, a little bit. He doesn't know the challenges. When he was dancing at the wedding a few months ago, he wasn't anticipating the challenges that was coming his way. No one anticipates when COVID hits the neighborhood. No one anticipates how you're going to feel after this, this, that, and this, and that, and you got to do this. This is life. In our inability to, our inability to control what's in front of us 
and our desire to control what's in front of us. That starts to create some real tension inside us. We want to be in control and we want to be what's in control of what I got to do today. I don't want to pay bills now. I don't want to deal with that thing in the house. I don't want to deal with that because I didn't expect that to happen. I don't know if you guys in the Northeast, we had that little hurricane. Some people's a big hurricane. A lot of our basements were, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, I don't want to deal with the hurricane. Come on, really? This is what I'm dealing with now? Remember in the old days? Remember in the old days when you flew around, you didn't got to get a PCR test. Remember you landed here or landed there or did that or did, I don't want to deal with that. A lot of what's getting in front of us is our inability to be enthusiastic about somebody else's agenda. And this is really where we take faith to the next level as it starts to climb up and up and up and up. You see, in the world of faith, it's not just that you believe that once you make a decision, it's out of your hands. In the world of faith, you believe that your life is not random. It's not just that the world isn't random. That's the easier one. Like, it's not just that you look at the world and all of the laws of nature and how everything lines up and you study little science and you see that really, you know, a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right, we'd either be burnt up or we'd be freezing. Or if the baby would come out earlier or later, if this happened or that happened or the way the brain works, every single thing has to like, and then you hear about somebody who has some disease, God forbid, and like all that it really is, is like one thing in the brain doesn't speak. And you're like, wait, it all has to work every day, all the time. And you start thinking through the, re- the rules of probability and you're wondering, wow, this is just everything was random. That would, what's the probability of that? It's not just that the world is, isn't random or that nature isn't random so that you see that there is a divine presence really at the level we're talking about. It's not just that. It's much deeper. <clears throat> it's that you're not random and your life isn't random. And that means the challenges that come our way are designed. The challenges that come our way are designed for us. It's an amazing thing to think about. Really, it's like, it's so big to think that you're living a life in which you are on a path to a curated experience of potential greatness. And you're, you're in this world because there's a being trying to give you great while you just want good, while we just want good, while we just want to like relax. We just want to have enough so that we can be comfortable. But the being that brought us here doesn't want us to be comfortable. He wants us to be great. That's hard. Because greatness requires a lot of effort. Greatness requires a lot of effort. And it's daily, consistent effort. What happens to us 
is that as we get down the road of life, we get thrown because as soon as we think we're far enough where we can be comfortable, we rest, right? Inertia, items resist change in motion. We rest, we feel comfortable in the position of rest. As soon as I understand something, I'm good. I don't need to hear your opinion because if your opinion changes my yesterday's understanding, then it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. As soon as I reach a level of whatever, as a husband, as a spouse in my religion, as a parent, as soon as I reach the level in which nothing is broken, or at least if it is, it's quiet about it. As soon as I can get to a place where everything could be at rest, I'm good. And if God throws me even the slightest curveball, I'm annoyed because I'm not looking to go on the treadmill of life. I'm fine. This, by the way, if you just look at one's life, you'll see this in different areas. Everyone has an area where they're like, I'm good. Okay, so the clothes don't fit, but it's fine. Okay, so like, I don't know why, you know, I don't know anything about God, but okay, I'm fine. Well, like, so, okay, so I'm not really growing in my career. It's fine. Okay, so like, I don't have an agree, but it's fine. We all have parts of our lives where we're just happy that it's okay. We're just fine. And that feeling, inertia, that feeling of coming to rest, that feeling of hitting a stride, if it gets disrupted, it's not that we don't have the power to deal with it. It's that we don't have the desire to deal with it. I was talking to an individual not too long ago who has achieved an enormous amount of financial success. And he's a, he's a great guy. I mean, between me and you, no one knows who he is, but I wouldn't have guessed. It. Like, he's, he's a great guy, and I'm not taking anything away from him. And I think he'd be the first one to say it. Like, when he was in high school, like, I don't think anybody would have guessed that he would have been as successful. Just the way he, just the way he handles himself, and the, you know, the decisions he makes and how, I'm not taking from him, it's just, we, 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 we speak about this openly. Now, I think a part of that is divine, divinely ordained, but there's always something in the physical world that speaks to someone's success. So I don't remember how, how long ago it was. We were, ta- we're having this conversation once. And he made a comment to me. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but thank God it did. Some, something along the lines of like, he's confused to the success that he has. And I remember telling him, like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't downplay yourself. You have something. Okay, maybe it's not what you would think. Maybe it's not what I would think. Like, fine. It doesn't mean that we have the right perspective. Like, maybe we just don't know success. You, you did something right. So what was it? So he, he couldn't come up with it. 
and we were talking for the whatever we were out somewhere and and I was like trying to like prod it out of him like I was trying to prod it out of him and it took him a while but I think we got it and it was mind-blowing once he saw it like I said he wasn't a very successful kid you know there are kids that are successful kids you know like they do well in school or they do well in sports or they've got a, a hobby or they've got friends or they look good. There's something in the world in which they are. He said, because he never really had anything to hang on to, he was always like up for the experience. Like he wasn't that kid that was like, no, I can't go out because it's, it's late and I was going to go to bed. He was like, all right. It's not like, well, I was going to go out from here. He didn't plan like winter vacation plans because like, yeah, he was like, you know, so I called him. Hey, we're going, we're driving to Florida. He's like, all right. He had no preconceived plans. <laughs> this is incredible. Just, just think about this. He said, so when life came his way and opportunities came his way, they all came at the wrong time, but he never really had he never really held on to any timeline. So like when this opportunity showed up, he just did it. He wasn't like, well, it's not the right time. I got to finish school. I got da, da, da. He just, he was open to it. And he's thinking about it and he's like, you know, the best opportunities that I had came at the worst possible times, but I guess I never really cared so much. So I just went with it. <laughs> There's a lot of truth there. I'm not saying be like flippant. I'm not saying, you know, be out to lunch. I'm not saying don't have a plan. My type A's are like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the best opportunities usually come at the worst times. Just how it works. And the challenges that come our, in our way, usually perfectly timed by God, but we usually don't know about his timing. And when they come our way, if we are able to let go of our perceived timeline or our perceived desire for comfort, miracles happen. All right, we'll talk about this hopefully tomorrow. All right, have a great day. God's help, I can't wait to speak to you tomorrow.